Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new video where today we're here with episode 126 of your favourite Formula 1 show. But today is a little bit different. Very, very special. We are here. We are here. For the, for the time ever on Knowing Wheel. And I tell you what, we went into this thinking it's just going to be a really easy recording to do because of course we're together. It's going to be a vibe. <laughs> Nightmare. Trust. Yeah, we've probably been here about an hour already trying to get this going. But... We apologise if there's a tiny bit of audio pickup uh, between the microphone as well. Um, we, we have also agreed that apparently we're kind of sat here like we're trying to record the point. Yeah, I feel like a couple right now, to be honest. You did say to me beforehand that now you see why women sit cross-legged. <laughs> I'm not, I'm generally not tall enough to sit like Matt is sitting. No, so he he's like taken up the feminine role yeah. apparently in this show. But of course we're here today to discuss the Hungarian Grand Prix. Obviously, from last weekend. Uh, but before that, I think we should probably explain where we are this morning. On, um, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm quite hungover today. I I had so we're, we're currently where are we, Jamie? We're in Magaluf. I'm not hungover. No. Um, I got here at five a.m. from my flight, which was seven hours delayed, and met with this guy in his bed, not in a great way. So, <laughs> you know, first I didn't get here till like one a.m. And I was kind of like, you know, 1am, I just want to get in, go to bed. Uh, four hours later, I am being sick on the hotel floor. <laughs> and there go all the viewers. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're vibing today. Yes. Um, but anyway, Jamie, it's lovely to have you here. We're here. I'm, it's amazing. It's been five years since we saw each other last. Jamie would have been mad. Like, we saw each other at the Belgium Grand Prix in 2018. Yeah. And I think around then, I had like... 10,000 subscribers. Max Verstappen had three wins. Max Verstappen four, four had wins at that point. Four wins. That was Seb's last legitimate win yeah, it was. as well. <laughs> um, Singapore illegal engine, of course, the year yeah. after. But we're not here to talk about Seb's illegal wins. We're here to talk Hungary. Um, you know, going into the weekend, of course, to kick things off, you know, we had all the hype the McLaren last weekend, but didn't no one really kind of mm. expected them to keep that pace up, did they? No, not, and, well, given we both uh, didn't put either of them in our top three in predictions. So we, yeah, we saw they were good at Silverstone. In my head, or in both of our heads, that was kind of like, okay, they're good at high speed. Hungary's the exact opposite of that, really. But they'd also said they weren't yeah. going to be good here. Yeah. So it was a bit odd. So, but yeah, they yeah, seemed to have a bit of pace in practice and obviously um, saw it through quite well. So, yeah, yes. spoilers, if you, have, I mean, if you haven't watched the race, what are you doing here? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, very, I mean, clearly people just want to know about our lads' holiday. Yeah. Um, Jamie got late. No. Um, <laughs> My mum watches this. That has not, has not and will not happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry to Jamie's mum. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm the other, you know, news, like those, Hungary, been renewed till 2032. Yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. Only longest constant on the F1 calendar. And bizarre, isn't it? Because you never think it is. 1982, wasn't it? 1986. 86, yeah. oh. Well, our first race behind the Iron Curtain. I knew that. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and it's uh, that'll be making it, what, almost 50 years of Hungary. Yes. That's crazy. Well, thir- yeah, 30, 20, 2032, yeah, will be almost. Yeah. Yeah, almost 50 years, which is mad when you think about it. Uh, 1982, by the way, was when Monza has been continuous. As- yes, it's equal, isn't it? Yeah, that's why you well, were thinking of 1982. Uh, well, um, uh, Kevin Magnuson, he had a small cube. He did. Or his wife, uh, is it wife, girlfriend? I don't know. I think they're married. Okay. I'm pretty certain they're married. Nice. Uh, we're like a proper basic podcast. We actually are. We don't know anything. Sat on the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was uh, nine months near enough after his Brazil poll. So clearly he finished first twice that night. Um, <laughs> fair play to him. Congratulations, Kevin Magnussen. Unfortunately, he didn't really carry any kind of extra boost into the if weekend. If anything, though, it he? slowed him down a lot because yeah. he was not really at it at all. Bit of a nightmare for Kevin. But anyway, getting into free practice, though. Perez, we spoke about it going last week. And I said, you know, I think this is going to be the weekend where he finally picks it back up. And Friday morning, that was not the impression we got. Three minutes into, Q, into practice one, and, and he's, he's found, found the barrier. barrier. And, and you, you can, can just, just imagine, imagine that Red Bull Harks were fuming. Because it's, it's such a needless crash. crash. And, and it's, it's almost, almost like, fresh start, new weekend. We're going to you know go, go into it. it. It's going to be all smooth, no complications, get into Q3. Yeah. yeah. I mean, straight away, just to crash it in the wall on Force Error was so dumb. Yeah, not ideal. Sorry, I keep looking out the window. There's nothing there. Oh, but... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just, just yeah, yeah like so, a, a weirdly common mistake though, you see, driving. Mean, yeah. I remember I think it was Felipe Massa did that a few years ago as well. Like yeah. the exit of four into five is not a corner you'd expect to have those sorts of issues, but more common than we thought. More common than we thought. Um I mean the big talk though, wasn't it, Jamie? Trying Friday. Lewis Hamilton. Back on it. I thought Hamilton is gonna deliver me a big weekend, just like a wine. Yeah. <laughs> As obviously we move into qualifying, um, Q1 to dramatic. There was one fun bit of drama, yeah. To pole position last year, didn't even see Q2 18th on the grid as well, not even 16th. Could have, like, yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, he did get absolutely screwed over. I think there were four, four cars all went past him between the penultimate and the final corner, or halfway around the final corner, as Gasly did. Um, which meant his first sector, he must have lost probably half a second there and then trying to get up to speed. So it was a f- unfortunate of him, but, you know, should have got a lap in earlier or just not been in the traffic. So, exactly. yeah. And of course, you know, the other big thing in qualifying are our thoughts on the... Or didn't really notice. Hard tyres were mandatory in Q1. I think you, was it, you had two sets... I think two sets for the whole weekend, two sets of hards. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I thought there was like two sets of hards, mediums, and softs. Oh, maybe it was that. Basically, I they're thought... trying to reduce the, the amount of waste. So they're giving, they're limiting the tyres you can pick for quality so that people don't need as many sets for quality. Yes. Yeah. So you were only allowed hards in Q1, you were only allowed mediums in Q2, and you were only allowed softs in Q3. I quite, quite liked it. I think it worked well. I don't know why it worked well, but I think it did. It's weird because we're at the kind of this point now where different cars perform well in different scenarios. Like it kind of played into that quite nicely. Um, I think Joe Barnu topped Q1. Yes, he did. No, I thought you went second in the No, end. no, I he Max was top. Quicker. Oh, he did. Yeah, stay top on the hard tyres. South Romeo on for race win on the hards. But... Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it though. I would be intrigued. Oh dear. That was going to happen. That was uh, people knocking on the door, but we will carry on. Yeah, I'm pretty sad that was our friends from the doors. And um, I was, I would be intrigued to know what it'd be like if you were allowed three sets of tight, like if you were given medium, hard, and soft, and you could you could use all three just to qualify, like whether that would spike. Yeah, maybe just limit to three tires, like three, because obviously the Red Bulls and Mercedes would try and get through Q1 of the hards. Exactly. But realistically, even the slowest teams could probably beat them. And with how close qualifying is at the moment constantly that would be quite a gamble which would be quite impressive teams just trying to hail Mary into Q3 use up their soft yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking 
like if you're a Williams or an Alpha Tauri, you just use softs in Q1 and then probably go 14th and 15th in Q2, but you're at a Q1 kind of thing. Um, could be could be interesting. Uh, but yeah, George Russell, obviously the big name out in Q1, uh, joined by Alban, I think it was Yuki Tsunoda, wasn't it? Sargent and Kevin Magnussen. Like we said, Magnussen just was nowhere all weekend, really. Um, we jumped into Q2. There was even more drama, wasn't there? Carlos Sainz not making it through by two thousandths of a second. Yeah, very, very, very close. close. And, and thankfully for Sergio Perez, he did make it through for the first time since Miami, which is mad. Uh, but Sainz, yeah, for the first time in a very long time, Jeddah 21, he hasn't made it into Q3. So that's a pretty good run, actually, for Sainz. I, I was going under the radar a bit. Um, but, I mean, now it's come to an end, so sucks for him. Yeah. So he's, he's only gone on the radar when it's stopped yeah. happening, which is quite impressive. Um, but yeah, we, we've, we've got notes on James. Yeah, Turner, I just need to unlock it again. But he, he locked it, so I'm trying to guess. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was obviously joined. Now I can actually see yeah. again. Uh, uh, he, he was, was joined, joined obviously by, by Ocon, Ocon Ricardo. Got to mention him. I qualified Snowdo on his return. Yeah, good stuff. We've been saying this all year. I is it now where people realise that actually Yuki's kind of still a bit bang average, and it's just that Defries was quite bad, and the Alpha Tauri isn't as bad as we thought it. Potentially a bit like when Schumacher, we thought he was good against Mazepin. Yeah. And not to the same degree of badness. No, but no. yeah. But yeah, Blanche Stroll, P fourteen. Yeah. happened to Aston like we both hyped up Aston yeah. Martin this weekend. Yeah. They were meant to be quick. And it just didn't happen. Same with Alpine really, because you look at Monaco, Aston and Alpine were second and third fastest teams. And then here they are. Out in Q two. So shocking. Yeah. Shocking. A lot of teams have stepped forward and they really haven't. So And keep up with the other Yeah. They are still one of the teams rumoured, obviously in the budget cap. Mm whatever is going on with the budget cap at the moment but then we, we get into q3 jamie talk me through it it's music to my it ears. was good stuff too fair i was happy but um i was happy for him not for me uh yeah i mean first runs verstappen obviously goes fastest norris is looking right there really really close and then lewis hamilton is the closest person to verstappen after the first runs i think he's a tenth and a half off with norris third and then, uh, who was fourth? Piastri? Wow. Uh, yeah, McLaren really well on it all weekend. And then, second run's coming around. Verstappen is two tenths up on himself at the end of sector two. And everyone's thinking, oh, this is it then. Okay, another max pole, six in a row. Um, and then, gets around the final quarter. And unlike Silverstone, where Verstappen was the last to cross the line and ruined all our dreams, he was actually the first to cross the line. Doesn't improve. And you've got Norris and Hamilton both really really quick behind him Verstappen doesn't improve I think he's about two hundredths off of improving of himself so the benchmark doesn't get moved any quicker and then you've got Norris coming through he's up on Verstappen in sector two you've got Hamilton coming through he's up on Verstappen in sector two and yeah Norris sadly was ended up I think eight hundredths off in sec oh, that point in second place then Hamilton comes around the far sector all eyes are on him everyone else across the line and Hamilton snatches the pole position by three thousandths of a second, which is smaller margin than I beat you in Brazil in a Bahrain season 12. I had completely forgot about that. That was four thousandths, so well done, Lewis. Two feet in there. I was actually just thinking the fact, well, that's the closest qualifying session of Formula 1 Grand Prix since fucking... Yeah, two thousandths. Uh, was that Alonso got pole over Seb, didn't he? It was, it was a Seb over Alonso, sorry, yeah. Um, but ninth pole position for Hamilton at the Hungara ring. That's mental. 104th. <laughs> I was thinking, literally, I'm pretty certain we've done about 100 episodes since Lewis was last on pole. 
Like because we already we already did like twenty four episodes first season. Yeah. So it might it might genuinely have been a hundred and four episodes since Lewis was on pole, which is insane. Yeah. I was so happy with that. So happy with that. Hundred and four pole. It's a shame now they're not balanced. Spoiler. <laughs> he's going to have to go um, win at some point. He's going to have to win somewhere at some point. He will this year. I believe in him. I don't um, think so. Nah. Um, wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah so, I mean, some with a very good grid. Also, shout out to Alfa Romeo on Saturday. Yes. They're excellent. Yeah. Joe Mega Joe Gone you driver of the Saturday. No, second best driver of the Saturday. Thank you. In P5 in the Alfa Romeo, best ever grid position. Uh, Fastest Ferrari powered car. Thunder. No. Okay. No. And then <laughs> Valtteri Bottas in P7, which, and yeah, McLaren third and fourth, Alfa Romeo fifth and seventh. They were the only two teams with both cars in Q3, I think. Uh, oh no, Perez as well. Yeah, Perez, Rebel. Yeah. yeah, Perez they, down in ninth. Was yeah. still a disappointment. But everyone was so hyped by Lewis that he kind of went under the radar, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, of course, that then meant, though, we had the return of Hamilton the Sapman on the front row. Yeah. And I was panicking. I was a bit nervous. I was a little bit shaky. Um, but yeah, as we get into race day Sunday, let's be fair. Like, I love the guy, but I knew he wasn't going to be able to win it. You know, that the thing is, I think what Red Bull are doing at the moment is... If they show up and have a dominant drive, they're just going to get nerfed. They know they've got the fastest car still. Like, I think all they're doing at the moment is allowing other teams to remain close enough that the FIA doesn't do anything. Mm. Uh, I do genuinely think on a Saturday, they're not very good, though. Saturday, right. Yeah. There's, I don't think they're much quicker than anyone. Yeah. But Sundays, they very much, the thing that's running being told to Max is just don't build up too big of a gap. We well, hang it. Back. He didn't massively listen this week. Not but... this weekend, no. Uh, like the thirteenth most dominant win in F1 history. Really? Sorry, it's since two thousand. Wow, biggest winning margin yet. Um, but I mean, yeah, down to someone Hamilton, Verstappen, side by side. Lewis leaves him an open door, and Max still just runs him so. He might as well, you, like, just ru- ruin his exit so he can't get back at no, you. No, but he won't come back at you anyway. Like Lewis knew his battle wasn't with Verstappen. Like, he knew that. So I think he was more than accepting fate that Max was going to get past him early on. But it was more just the fact, of course, he shoves him out wide. Obviously, then Piastri and Lando Norris get through, and suddenly, my boy's 104th pole position, and he's fourth by the end of lap one, and that that hurt. Yeah, and it was quite a dull affair in the first stint, really. Well, apart from the Alpines. Yeah, that was another thing that happened to no one. But, uh, yeah, the top four and the top ten, really, all just started spreading out by two two seconds-ish. So, yeah, Lewis was quite quickly about 10 seconds off the race lead, which was a shame for him, but just get a better start and stay, stay, in, stay in the lead in turn one. But the other thing that happened, talking to someone not getting a good start, uh, Joe Guan Yu, my boy, I was I was so gassed to see him. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you work with him, haven't you? Yeah. Well done. Uh, picture on the Insta. Yeah. I, uh, I was so excited to see what he could do from fifth. And all he did was immediately go backwards. He went to last by turn one, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, it, they've said in the post that it was a sensor issue on the engine, which made the revs drop just before the start. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I believe that or not. I think they might be trying to cover his back a little bit. But supposedly there was a mechanical issue that caused the revs to drop, which caused the anti-stall. Um, but yeah, he was obviously completely flustered getting passed by 10 cars and then missed his breaking point a touch into turn one well not actually that much because he wasn't that he didn't hit Ricardo that hard it wasn't quite Hulkenberg at Spa no. 2018 to be fair <laughs> no but um, yeah he kept Ricardo into a little uh, nudge and then Ricardo nudges Ocon and Ocon launches into Gasly 
Well, I can't believe how brave Gasly had gone around the outside into Turn Well, Gasly started, what? Last. Last, the 19th. 19th. And he was 12th into Turn 1. Yeah. And then got taken out. So it was a shame. But, uh, yeah, both have been sort of for the third time this season, which was quite... The second time in a row, they've had a double day. I would love to know when the last time that happened in Formula 1. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Let us know down in the comments below. Uh, when was the last time a team had a double DNF back-to-back? Probably McLaren or something. It could be a really odd one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, race early on, though, kind of just leveled out, didn't it, really? It was... I mean, this is the thing with the Hungara ring. Like, you can either deliver drama, and it, it does probably give us an unfair amount of good races as well. But it also going to have some absolute stinkers. And I like, think usually it's the weather, which is the the only saving grace. I can't remember a particularly exhilarating, fully dry Grand Prix there. Um, trying to think because twenty twenty was fully dry from lap four, but it was crazy because of the rain before that. Yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty one, sorry, that was yes. Um, twenty twenty was quite no, that was wet as well at the very start. Twenty nineteen was a pretty dead race. Yeah, because it was dry. Who knows? But it is that kind of track where it's more about strategy. And to be fair, the strategy they got the tires right this weekend. I think tires, yeah, were they did good choices with the ever the tires that they used. Um, I still am a big advocate. I think two stops should be the way to go in a lot of Grand Prix. It was just the soft tires did not last though, did they? Apart from Science, when it. Yeah, science started on it, but like all the other soft runners were in by like lap seven, which was not great. Not great for them. Yeah, um, but uh, Lewis Hamilton running fourth did attempt to start the undercut on the two McLarens ahead of him, Norris in third and Piastri in second. Uh, he was about two, two and a half seconds back, pit a lap before Norris pit and lost time. I don't know how, but he went from two and a half seconds to nine seconds back and he wasn't a slow stop and he didn't get traffic. Norris just nailed his in lap and out lap, I think. Absolutely. I think McLaren just had pace on the table that they could use. So it's crazy, because in two laps, Lewis lost seven seconds to Norris and a pit stop. Um, But yeah, Norris was so fast, in fact, that he accidentally undercut his teammate. Uh, (laughs) I think it was a a helpful way the cards fell (laughs) for McLaren. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it was useful for them, because, of course, bless him, Oscar, had that mega start was running P2 early on. Like, don't get me wrong, he's got wins in him in the future you put him in the right car i think he can absolutely do incredible things um but just then that pace fell off didn't it on the hearts it just wouldn't work for him. yeah so norris was through and then kind of didn't really see piastri at all for the rest of the race piastri really stuck with him like right to the flag whether they would have switched them back the other way around again um, but I think, obviously, they gave Lando the pit stop first to stop Lewis undercutting him. Yeah. That's what they were going They didn't have a choice, I don't think. They had to pit Lando first, and it accidentally meant that Oscar got a bit screwed. Well, I also love the fact that Oscar Piastri, I know, I know he didn't really say anything, yeah. but it was the fact that, of course, you know, he's just, he seems like a good team player as well. Yeah. I can imagine, like, they would explain that, like, sat down after the race, explain what happened, and he was like, okay, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I think he's a good he's a good guy. Plus, you know, first season you don't want to make too many ripples, especially when he's doing incredibly well. Yeah, he is. He doesn't look like a rookie, does he? He seems at home, like he did when he came into F three or F two. Yeah. He just gets in and gets up to speed. Um, yeah, I think the one that was really keeping me exciting though, wasn't it? it? Was Sergio Perez? Yeah, making some moves. Yeah, so obviously starting ninth, he had to force his way back somehow. 
off Alonso quite early on in the first stint. And then, yeah, I think he was running offset strategy because he was on the hards to start. Um, meant that he had the mediums for the second stint. And yeah, quickly got up to the back of uh, Sainz and Russell, I think it was. Um, he was already ahead of Russell, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was ahead of Russell. He was doing Sainz. And who was ahead I think, of it was, I think it was only after Perez Pitt, wasn't it? And then he was behind Russell, yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah. Before yeah. Russell and Pitt. So he overtook, yeah, both of those guys in quick succession around lap 30 ish. Um, the move on Sainz to turn one was quite good. The move on Russell down the inside of turn two was also quite good, although Russell tried to kamikaze him a little bit, um, <laughs> which I think was probably just to protect Hamilton because Russell would have known that corner was up, but was just trying to cost him some time because he thought later in the race Perez was going to be catching Hamilton. Lo and behold, he, d- he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was kind of it. He then later on caught Piastri and caught Hamilton, passing all of them. I think the fact he started ninth was. A bit outrageous, really. Yeah, shouldn't should, I mean that should have been an easy Red Bull one too, shouldn't it? From from the get go, and I know obviously they're getting a double podium. People going, oh, well, he's still second. Yeah, it should be a comfortable. There's no way any other car should have been in that Red Bull. He might have been close enough to Red Bull, but Perez, he's Perez's lack of pace comparison to Verstappen. Oh, but I mean, yeah, obviously after that one, Charlotte let speeding in pit lane because probably. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't go a race weekend without Ferrari doing something dumb. So Leclerc just making a random error, speeding into the pits, losing five seconds. Completely needless. Uh, he wasn't really in a battle with anyone either, was he? No, at that point? no. So it was completely needless. Ferrari were really just anonymous all weekend. They, they, yeah, they've just... Like, and then Aston Martin have just fallen away. Yeah, Ferrari was second fastest in Bahrain, I reckon. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they've all at the start of the season they were second, third fastest, and then now they're fourth or fifth, really. Yeah, they've they've just them and Aston Martin have fallen away, which is weird to think about, isn't it? In fact, Leclerc took pole a few weeks ago in Baku, and now yeah, Ferrari are genuinely on the cusp of points. Yeah, but they're also quite safely on the cusp of points. Well, isn't there's it? a very very solid top five now. Is the problem? Yeah, and so, Alpine are kind of they're picking up the scraps yeah. or taking each other out. Like this is the thing. Like Haas, I mean Alfa Romeo this weekend should have picked up big points. This should have been how they get back ahead of Williams. Yeah. They could have got 8th, 10th quite easily, it which is big. It would not surprise me if between now and the end of the season, Haas, Alpha, Williams, and Alpha Tauri don't score again. Are you serious? They would it absolutely will. Surprise they me. really, really they, will. They, they will probably straight points your other, but if, if, I ended up in a, if, if I tripped over on the balcony or something, I'd have been a <laughs> If I pushed well. him off. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if, if I ended up in a cohort to the end of the year and the bottom four teams are exactly the same points as they do now, I would not be surprised. I really would. I think. No, but like, I could believe it. Albert's getting points. No, Williams won't be good enough. Monza, you might have a chance. Williams is not good enough. Yeah. No, actually, they did all right. So we'll wait and see. Uh, maybe we'll make predictions at the end of this one. Um, well, uh, I mean, yeah, really after that, though, there was obviously George Russell right towards the end. Overtook both Ferraris. Or overtook Sainz and just hang, hung behind Leclerc with his penalty. It was really quite a boring race, I'll be honest. It was not It great. was not the best. Not great. And I mean, the last thing, which I must have completely missed because I was too busy trying to pack to come here, was Sargent's spin. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that happened. Uh, who qualified in the top 10 for the seventh time this season. Seven times in the top ten. Seven in Q three, yeah. That's more points than he's more than uh, more Q three appearances than points this year, isn't it? No. He's on he got a seventh and a sixth in a sprint. So that's nine points. I thought Hass only had seven points this year. No, they're on eleven. I think oh. Magazine's got two. Yeah. yeah. I thought Williams were ahead of them. 
No, they were house on the back ahead in Austria with the. No, because album's got two seventh places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is right. But yeah, Hulkenberg was obviously because the Haas can't do tire wear, um, and Hulk's never been that good at tire wear either. <laughs> it meant that he was just dropping him to drop it. He had Albon and Sergeant. No, maybe it was Tsunoda and Sergeant right behind him, and for no reason at all, Sergeant just spun at the chicane, like literally. Just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was kind of it. Max Verstappen though, Red Bull. New record, most wins in a row. 12 in a row. How yeah. far do we think that's actually going to extend? They'll win Spa. Is it Zandvoort after that? They'll win Zandvoort. They'll win, they'll win Monza. They'll win Singapore. I don't... Singapore could be the... Could be... It's just that... If something goes wrong, it can't happen at Singapore. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Max has never been that great there. I... He's never won there still, has he? Has he not? No, I don't think so. No, he hasn't, has he? Wow. Um... Who no Singapore wasn't in twenty twenty one was no, it? No, it wasn't. I'm trying to think right now. Do because I know I've said this right since the beginning of the season, and it worries me that still I feel like we've got to have this conversation. Do Red Bull genuinely win every race this year? I think they've got the potential to. Oh, absolutely. But I don't but think they will. Still, no team has ever done it before. A yeah. lot of people claim Ferrari in 1952 did because they won every race apart from Indianapolis. Don't count. Does <laughs> should have entered. Um, I just, I there's got to be one race where something goes really wrong for Red Bull because it's not happened yet. They've just been bulletproof. No, they need a McLaren Italy 19. Because all it takes is a max failure or a collision at turn one, and Perez still got out in Q2, and then. See when you use Max having a mechanic failure at Checo. I was back having a having a weekend. Just, just... <laughs> oh, my phone's locked again. What a nightmare! Ooh, quite low. Um, five. I mean, there was quite a lot going on, but I mean, there wasn't even that much going on, was there? It, there was a lot of pit stops. <laughs> the key to a good F one race is lots yeah. of pit stops. Uh, yeah, I was going to say a four and a half, five, to be honest. Not great. That's to lose the chance of the quiz, though, which I'll take my phone. Okay. Here we go. First ever in-person quiz. Yeah. Lando Norris took his eighth podium for McLaren 4-1 team. I don't want to think about this. Drivers have scored eight or more podiums for McLaren. For McLaren? Okay. A timer up. And you've got... I give you a minute and 22 seconds. Why? That's an odd number. Fair enough. Uh, Lewis, Jensen, um, Raikkonen, Hakkinen, David Coulthard, uh, Senna, Prost, Lauda, Hunt, Fittipaldi, um, John Watson, um, Trying to think, it was his teammate back. Oh, that was Lambda, wasn't it? Um, how many have I got? You've only got one, two, three, four, five left. Oh, no. Bruce McLaren? No, you got seven. Close. Um, can you be some errors? Uh, Kate Kovalainen? No, you only no? got three. Oh, really? Uh, errors. One is modern, the rest are like 80s. Oh, the Alonso did. Yeah, I forgot about him. Um, 80s. I think 70s, 80s, uh, 90s. Gerhard Berger? Yep. Um, One's a champion. I don't know if he won it for McLaren. I guess he probably did. 
Actually, I don't, I don't know if you want it for McLaren. Pretty throw me off with that. I've only got what, three got more? you got 10 seconds and three more. Um, Nigel Mansell? No, he had a no. nightmare at McLaren, didn't he? Um, and I know I... I've forgotten obvious one here. They're not that obvious, too fair. Okay. And your time's up. There you go. Wow, that was good. 14 out of 17. I will take that. Uh, you missed Denny Hume. Ah, of course, yeah. Always forget about the Kiwi. Did he win McLaren? I think he won. I don't think so. And then the other two, Yuck and Mass, which is quite hard. Oh, and, you didn't even know he raced for McLaren. And Peter Revson, which is also quite hard. Who? Peter Revson. Genuinely never, don't think I've ever heard of him. Two Grand Prix wins? No? Genuinely don't think I've ever heard of him in my life. Wow. Not even joking. This is your podcaster, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um... Active in the early 70s. Okay. There I you go. I wasn't alive then, to be no, fair. No, neither was I. Anything else we need to do? Anything on the notes? Um, predictions? I beat you. You did. Yeah. We had, a, we had a bit of a nightmare, didn't we? No, we scored less than that. 3-2, I think it was. Well, you said Verstappen... Perez. Alonso. Alonso. That's three. Yeah. You said Verstappen, Hamilton, Alonso. Which... To be fair, could well, have been very spicy. It could have been. Could have been wonderful, but it wasn't. And but of it course, wasn't. as always, I lose. So I think now I'm two behind you now, and I remind yeah. you on that. Well, well, we'll sort it out. Are we going to do Belgian Grand Prix predictions now, or are we going to do another show? We're gonna, we're, you're going to get a second MAGA show, apparently, from from your boys. Um, anything else to put anything We've kind of uh, rattled through it, but it was, like we said, it was quite a boring race. Yeah, and we're rapidly running out of storage space on your phone. We are. So. We, I've still got about <laughs> 10 minutes of recording. Driver um, of the day? Oh, of course. Driver of the... I mean, Perez got the official one for some weird reason. Because he overtook people. Yeah. Back-to-back podiums. First time this happened for McLaren since 2012, which is alarming. I might just, I might be boring and say Verstappen because he won by 35 seconds. Yeah, it's a good shout to be um, fair. And he got his trophy broken. He did, yeah, Lando <laughs> broke his porcelain trophy. Which is a very big shame. Which made me chuckle because you had, you had someone who put it on Twitter obviously saying they cost like 40,000 euros to make. Max won't care. It'll find it funny. Oh, Max won't care. Yeah. Um, but then someone else said it cost eight figures. And the amount of people that didn't understand when they said eight figures, they meant Hungarian foreign rather than euros was hilarious. Because um, the exchange rate is like 30,000 to one or something. Yeah. Man. Well, there you go. You didn't come here for economics. That's not how you say that it's word. It's not. And it's, yeah, Forex. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think, Jamie, we're done, are we? I think we are. We've done pretty well today. That was good. This is, I'd like to say, I'm feeling quite hungover. So I'm, I'm impressed that we made it through. Um, yeah. Shake me hand. Good man. We can, we can do that. Ah, it's all right, isn't it? We've, there we go. No one wheel. Episode 126. We we apologise if there's been any issues with the audio. Um, but thank you all, as always, so much for listening. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure and leave a like and get yourselves subscribed. Obviously, follow us on all the various social medias. I've got to do my last little bit, haven't I, Jamie? Especially Twitter. Especially Twitter. Get on the Twitters. Good content. There is good content coming there. Um, as well, of course, you know, if you're watching this on my main YouTube channel, there'll be a link down in the description below. Of course, for 2024, Knowing Wheel is shifting exclusively onto its own YouTube channel. It is shifting away uh, from my personal one. So, yeah, definitely, if you like listening to these, please do subscribe to that as well. But we will be back then very, very soon with more Knowing Wheel.